Hi, my name is Shreya Shetty and my pronouns are she, her. I am a photographer based in Bombay and I identify as a bisexual woman who is uh, polyamorous but I am currently in a monogamous relationship. So that's me. Hello, my name is Abhishek and thank you for tuning in to Judge Me Not, a podcast where we bring you coming out stories of people who once judged themselves. Now, today's story is about Shreya Shetty, who's a photographer, an educator and a dreamer, also a bisexual. We will get to Shreya's story, but before that, if you haven't followed the podcast, please do follow it and hit the bell icon so that you get a notification whenever a new episode is out. So we request you to please share the podcast on your social media handles to tag us. Our handle is Bhopuwala, B-H-O-P-U-W-L-A. And if you are looking for my handle, it is Say Hi Abhishek on Instagram. Well, moving on, let the podcast begin. Hello, Shreya, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am very, very good. Thank you for joining us on Judge Me Not. I'm so glad to be here. So have you heard the podcast by Richards? We've got some five episodes out. I know, I know. I'm aware of it. I feel like uh, your team had shared the details with me. But unfortunately, no, I am not very big on podcasts. I've been on podcasts, but I'm, I'm not very big on podcasts. I usually go ahead and listen to like a few poetry readings here and there on podcasts, but nothing more than that, unfortunately. So we'll try and change this. Uh, convert me into it yes convert you into, <laughs> into being a avid podcast listener <laughs> yes looking forward to it wonderful so Shreya just tell me about uh, what is your coming out story did you come out to your parents at an early age because uh, this is a ritual that I don't do a prep for these kind of interviews because when it comes spontaneously then yeah. you really enjoy the story mm-hmm. absolutely except with the questions and I don't want you to be prepped with the answers yet. Yeah, Yashika mentioned that that's the way it's going to go. So I said, okay, well, uh, in that case, <laughs> let's go for it, right? Um, so no, I don't think there was ever a sit-down session when I was young to like let them know how I was feeling or anything else uh, in that regard. But uh, because honestly, in the kind of society that we live in, especially the kind of uh, upbringing that I had and the people that I had around me, there was very little visual representation for the community okay it was like zero to none maybe in minus one also (laughs) at that point but um, sometimes it just takes us so much longer to come to terms with who we are what we like so i think my coming out came to me first before it came to anybody else right see ever since i was a little uh, child i kind of had an idea that I may swing both ways like I may like men as well as like females and like female presenting people whatever right Um, but I just felt like maybe it was just a playtime thing that it was nothing more than that or you know all these female friendships that I had or like really tight best friends that I had were just that because I didn't know I could love them differently that everything platonic was great um, a sisterhood was great but anything beyond that was beyond my imagination also so um, you were trying to say here that that it is not that something you figured out with time it was naturally happening to you absolutely 100 percent absolutely if i I'm, I'm trying to tell you that if i had the kind of positive representation that we do right now the kind of res- representation that we are bringing about right now in life um, 
I would have uh, come home to myself so much sooner. I would have just acknowledged that part of me and not felt different about it. I would have just felt like, हाँ ठीक है ना ये तो obvious है इसमें क्या problem है problem की भी बात नहीं है इसमें difference क्या है you know it's just one other thing. So yeah. don't you think that it's it's also about uh, exposure and and the data and and the information and the cinema why why I bring cinema in every episode because I think mm-hmm. they played a very very crucial role in nullifying whatever was there in the society and not talking about it not telling about it and not sharing much uh, of clarity on whether we can have uh, something other than a heterosexual relationship very honestly i think cinema is one of those specific things that has tried very hard to break through it and i am only talking about a film like fire right the kind of representation but that was that was also bad the fire did of not of course that, that's what i'm trying to say that's what i'm trying to say that yeah. representation in films existed whether the society was ready for it to be a mass massive film that everybody else could have access to or not that's where the problem was right great cinema was being made but was it allowed to be seen but again shreya great cinema was being made and you cited a great example with fire mm, yeah I, i have to say that it was not the cinema cinema that could hit the theaters it was mm. rather called a parallel cinema you know that this term all yeah. millennials are are very very cordial with this term <laughs> parallel cinema because hamare waqt pe kuch aisi filme aati thi jo hame nahi dikhai jati of course only available at a certain time in the night मच It's almost like we were there to bring out laughs and nothing more, and uh, that's not that's not healthy representation. Absolutely. Right? It's not like we're not funny. There are jokes that can be made, but jokes can't be made at the cost of something. You know? I think the only queer kind of character that I saw growing up was. Did you watch Hampach? I'm sure you you must have watched Hampach. Yeah. The story of five sisters with the mother who had passed away. Do you remember there was one very queer character? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think that and and whatever people wanted to call her a tomboy, whatever else you know, I feel like a gender bender character like that. You have that in popular TV soap opera, and you get to see that, and you're like, okay, maybe I am not so weird, you know? Maybe I am not out of the ordinary. It's just an ordinary that's not seen. So, um, yeah, I hope that answers your question. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. And I just want you to understand, what was your age when you said you came out to yourself? Oh, I very clearly knew when I was about. I must have been six. or seven that i kind of knew i liked girls as well but i feel like because there was not enough i was a kid okay i didn't know the terminologies i didn't know who i was i still don't like i mean i'm still exploring who i am till this date 
But if I am to be very honest, at seven I knew. But when did I finally acknowledge, accept, and absolutely come out of my shell, so to say, was when I was twenty-one. Twenty-one was the first time I was like, okay, this is me. This is me in my entire power, and I literally cannot give two shits about what I think about this or what anybody else thinks about this. This is who I am, and this is when I am my most comfortable. You know, so yeah, it took me a long time. It took a lot, lot of time, and and yeah. I've been talking to people about coming out. The podcast is about coming out, and yeah. we, uh, have this basic discussion with everybody. Right. And what I have, I have come to terms with this answer that you know, come out when you're financially stable, <laughs> come out when you uh, have no threats of abuse. So, mm. did you face any such threats or abuse? If I may ask. See, um, one thing that I've always maintained. is that coming out is not something that is owed to anybody other than yourself okay you take as long as you need you choose who you want to tell it is not a problem you go by your pace at your own pace in your own time and who you trust to let in is all on you and it's true you need to be financially stable so that if in case there is a threat and there is a requirement that you are asked to move out of your parents home or that you need to stand on your own two feet of course you you need some kind of financial backing um so yes that is one of the factors second thing come out when you don't have any internal or external threats definitely because uh coming out is not a, a rosy place and not for everyone and not always okay um specifically because we are one we are not raised in that kind of society two even if we are raised in that kind of society we never know the person who we are talking to and if we don't trust them them enough or we don't trust our gut feeling enough that maybe this is not going to go in the right direction for me it could really go badly i know of people who've gone through hell and back for just telling the people that they trusted the most about it because it's unfair to you and it's unfair to your truth for it to be not just judged but uh, for it to be held against you you know but uh, no when i came out i was forced i was forcefully made to come out um because i was exploring my sexuality i was exploring um how i felt about my gender how i felt about people of my like of the same gender as i and um a spiteful ex of mine uh kind of shared my personal private chats between me and that person with uh, my elder sister um and i was very pretty much forced to come out at that point of time but um my sister was very comfortable with that scenario because she was like okay you know what maybe you're just exploring maybe it's just a phase maybe you'll get over it you know you don't know um you are young you're figuring out what you like what you don't like and it's perfectly okay you do what you need to do and i was like cool and in the back of my mind i was like okay this has gone uh, pretty well it's gone decently but it's definitely not a phase but i didn't say it out loud at that point of time hmm. 
and it took me that was the safer bet that was the safer bet because i wanted to be absolutely comfortable with who i am before i could let another person in because um i feel like everybody shares a very different relationship with their own personal families right but i found that kind of safety um within my friend circles you know within my friendships within my absolute kinships um and i didn't sit them down or tell them anything i was just like this is my girlfriend i'm dating her there was no back and forth of a conversation there was no exchange of that sort at all it was they love me if they love all of me this is also a part of me so if that's going to be up for a confrontation or a conversation the door is right there please leave okay but it was never up for questioning that was very defined which is wonderful uh sure when was the last time that you were judged you know judgment like i said is something that very naturally comes to us kisi ne instagram pe koi story dali humne turant usko judge kar liya kisi ne kuch pehna humne usko judge kar liya kisi ne hamari taraf kisi tarah se dekha humne judge kar liya kisi ne kuch bola bhi nahi aur humne usse judge kar liya when was the last time that you were judged and uh, what do you have to say about it? um khushi is baat ki ki recently at least i found so much love and so much support in my community in the past year okay so i don't know if there is any specific person or place or thing that has made me feel judged very recently for my sexuality at least because i at this point of time um where i am in my life i'm very i'm very sure of who i am who i present as i am in my power right now so i just feel like In the recent past I don't think there has ever been a moment where I felt judged by another person for how I present in society because I feel like I've surrounded myself with the queerest of queers who are home to me so I I think it would be wrong for me to say oh yeah definitely bahut hi khoobsurat baat hai which is very absolutely great that you know you have reached to a spiritual level where you know nothing affects you I have no I, things affect me things deeply affect me but um I have also reached that point I pick my battles I have learned where I want to put my energy and where I don't want to put my energy especially when it comes to this I mean judgments yeah I mean you you can't live without being judged and you're not going to be able to live without judging either you can try you can train yourself um but you're not always going to succeed yeah that's right. not easy so okay since we are doing a show that's called judge me not judge me not yeah <laughs> judge me not so anything yeah. funny any taunt that you remember which is which was funny to you because see bisexuality people still don't understand of course not my god it's so terrible i feel and the problem is not just the outside world right it's also yourself because you're trying to figure out acha do i like her because she's very pretty do i want to be her do i want to be with her um what do i like and if i'm with a boy then at some point i'm like oh but i want to be with this person and then comes monogamy and polyamory and i'm just like okay i am a full bunch of things and now i don't know how to process but i feel like the more i accepted myself that got easier but bisexuality extremely hilarious comments at all times there have been times that i've just been told um so you like boys and you like girls so you can end up 
with the boy na hmm. which is obviously internalized homophobia just like sprouting out like ulti ke acha acha matlab kabhi na kabhi shayad ladke se shaadi kar legi you know it's not just a possibility ki khali ladki se hoga the moral the moral corruption that is there always na matlab so like naak todani tang ha tang todani karna hi hai na matlab there have been times when uh, i i uh, remember when i was just recently exploring uh, polyamory a couple of years ago i remember a partner of mine uh, i'm not taking names or anything but a partner of mine went like um, it's okay if you're with a girl but i'm not sure if i'd be comfortable if you were with a boy so i was like you do realize how polyamory works right you love who you love and you stay in love and it doesn't just go away with like a one night stand if you love them it continues it's the same as you'd love one person you just end up loving two or three or four or as many as you'd like around like through the spectrum right but uh, yeah i feel like internalized homophobia is so maximum for most people that uh, bisexuality and its erasure is almost normal right because um, people wouldn't even assume i was queer if i was in a like straight passing relationship if i was with a boy then my identity my identity was ha theek hai na matlab must be straight if i am with a girl then ha must be lesbian i'm like but bisexuality kidhar gaya dost hum hai idhar i'm wearing the colors of the pride also like what do you want look at us we are here it's fine if you don't see it i'll put chashma on your eyes it's here it's here it's queer it's going to stay you know So yeah, I feel like shadi comments and these passing comments about uh, you'll end up with a boy. There have been plenty. How many times have you come across the phrase "ki it's a phase"? It's a phase. Sorry, I'm telling you, my beginning was only it's a phase. Yeah, it'll pass. Maybe it'll pass. Maybe it won't. It's a phase. So it's a constant, na? I mean, at least initially it was. I mean, um, at this point of time, the kind of person I am, I would not, uh, I would not deal with this. and everybody knows that at this point so i wear my heart and my pride on my shoulder you know like it's here to see so nobody says it's a phase anymore for sure uh, but was it said before yes multiple times super so um, now when my, when i'm talking to you i think i think the main topic of this conversation has to be the moral disturbance and the moral corruption that that is there in the society You've told us how you deal with it on a daily basis. Yeah. Now, tell us, Doc, for the people who are listening and and trying mm. to find some answers of the questions that they have. Yeah. How do you uh, how do you look at the moral corruption? How do we teach the boomers that you know this is how things work and going forward? You know, there is an entire generation who feels that this is all bad. So, do you have to say something to to the generations dealing with it? Absolutely. See, I just feel like it took me from seven to twenty-one to accept who I was. Change does not happen overnight. Not within, not outside, nowhere. It's a slow process. Initially, when I had to let my family members know that I was bisexual, that I was dating a girl, I wanted to play it very safe. for myself i didn't want to put myself in a situation that was going to mentally absolutely um, you know drain me i wanted to play it safe for myself so how i navigated those conversations was i would try and have conversations around topics mm-hmm. see movies together 
I tried to build a conversation. I tried to hear their perspective. I didn't try to change their perspective. I tried I tried to bring my perspective in play. I wanted to let them know that this is okay, that this is normal. This is not out of the ordinary. Um but generally to the general population of this country broaden your mind man like what are you up to where 2022 at this point so yeah if you don't if you can't understand it there are resources online uh we were very open about having more conversations so if you if you find somebody who you think is more like what your child is going through or something there's enough and more influencers like all of us online who are very out and proud reach out to them we'll be we reach out to us we'll be more than happy to answer whatever questions you may have um there's so much to give there's so much to love in this community and we will we will happily accommodate you you know you know there are so many questions that will come up inside you if you just try and ask those questions but people are not ready to be that self aware because it hurts to be self aware it takes so much time and effort to do that for yourself right to get out from from being a hateful person to being an accepting person is a long journey that most people are not willing to take because well it doesn't concern them you know so sadly that does exist but maybe that will change because people when they uh, also it's it's a natural phenomena that when you don't know what's next you are scared of it but mm. when you know it's such a bright thing to have in your life it, mm. it automatically you start start accepting hey, having said that thank you so much uh, what do you have to say about the show uh, judge me not i'm i'm sure you're going to go back and listen to a couple of episodes before your episode for sure. is released for sure that's one of the that's actually something i did the last time i was listening uh the last time i was on a podcast for a similar thing and i just went and i heard everything i was like oh my god i was missing out on this so <laughs> yeah i'm definitely going to do that but um i'm glad that you have this platform called judge me not um especially because you're bringing up queer voices that are living their truth right now right are in these spaces right this very moment and i'm glad that there are going to be people who will have some place to go back to to meet their queer desis halfway or to meet their queer desi self halfway you know to just find that kind of representation that we never found you may not have a supportive family but you will always have a supportive chosen family and we're all here we're all here to support you we're all here to thrive with you we're here to love you we're here to give you all the kindness in the world wow so yeah and i i would also like to add on here that coming out is not the end of the world it's it's not a happy ending it's it's uh, it's a start of a new fight it's an everyday process it's an everyday process it, it is a fight that you fight every day that you have to fight every day but it's worth the fight mm. worth the pain worth the struggle i feel like at at some point it just stops being a fight and that's what is the best part about it right that coming out to yourself is the first step you'll take to a lifetime of better things for yourself so whether you come out to somebody else or not come out to yourself first and that's going to be
best thing in your life <laughs> thank you so much riya and i have to say you are a brilliant orator you are thank you phenomenal <laughs> i mean i thank really you. enjoyed this conversation thank you so much i did too thank you thank you thank you So that was Shreya's story on Judge Me Not, a podcast where we talk about coming out stories of people who once judged themselves. If you like the story, please do spread the word on social media because these stories are meant to be heard, and you might end up motivating somebody who is trying to come out or is in a dilemma to do or not to do. My name is Abhishek, and please use the Insta handle Bhupu Wala B H O P U W A L A Wala, and my handle is Say Hi Abhishek. Tell me how do you like the podcast, and we can talk about it. My name is Abhishek, and I'll meet you in the next episode next Friday. Till then, don't forget to judge me not. <laughs>